0: hi this is greg fechelia thanks for tuning in to sales leadership radio tonight i want to take a look at spin selling uh, the first sales methodology that i learned probably a year or two after the book came out it was published in 1988 by neil rackham and huthwaite inc i think was his yeah huthwaite inc um so, yeah, maybe around 1990 or 91, I guess, is when I was introduced to the book and began to use it. And, and so SPIN, uh, the SPIN process, uh, SPIN stands for Situation, Problem, Implication, Need Payoff. Uh, Rackham and his team at what they, the way they came up with that is they found that successful sales people in larger sales and this book was written to address uh, larger sales not shorter one call close type sales but they found that successful people in larger sales didn't just ask more questions they asked better questions and that and they had a s- distinct pattern to them now they hadn't created spin at that point But they studied over 30,000 sales calls. They watched over 30,000 sales calls. And as they, uh, you know, observed these successful sales calls and drew parallels, they came up with the spin sequence. Uh, And that's how, so that's how they came up with the spin sequence. So really, the, if, you know, if there's a premise about this book, first, you know, it is about larger sales calls. It's written for success in larger calls or larger sales. But the premise is also that questions persuade more powerfully than any other form of verbal behavior. That was, That's a statement from the book. And as I was reading the book, that's, that's the statement that stands out to me as the premise about this book. And I think that underlying any sales process, of course, is asking good questions or sales methodology. Asking good questions. And so, reading spin selling is going to help you think about what types of questions to ask in each of the spin uh, areas. So, the situation questions, the problem questions. Uh, the implication questions, and the need payoff questions. Now, today, I w- I might say that situation questions, which back when this book was written, uh, of course, they're asked at the start of the call. They're generally data-gathering type questions about facts and background. We now today have, have access to that information, so we don't have to you know, waste the buyer's time asking those questions. So I'll do my homework, like all of you, I'm sure, and then I will I will go in and sit down. Here's what I know or I'll demonstrate what I know. And so instead of calling those that first set of questions situation questions, they may be clarifying questions. Demonstrating your knowledge and understanding of their situation, potential challenges facing uh, their company, your knowledge of uh, challenges facing the industry. So I'd call those qualifying questions today, or clarifying questions, but it's you know the point is the same. They're sort of you ask them at the start of the call. They're they're just you know gathering, uh, confirming facts. Uh, problem questions uh, will help explore problems, difficulties, challenges. It's a pretty smooth transition. From the situation of problem questions, and if you are if your selling is basically a one call close then you've really if you're good at situation and problem questions you've got enough to be successful in the one call close and i've I've done both the one call and the multi call close i'm pretty good at the one call closes uh I guess you have to be right if you're gonna do one call closes, but understanding how to ask good questions uh really helped and really improved my success rate uh so with larger questions, it's important not just that you uh ask the implication questions but that you ask good questions and the right questions and that and that requires that you know you 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 do a couple of other things. As well as you know think through a couple of other things as you begin to uh think through uh how the types of implication and need payoff questions that you want to ask and one of the things to keep in mind is of course um you know you're gonna know if you're a one call close or a multi call close uh sale but the other thing is what is your goal you know is it 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 should be in the one call close the sale and in the multi-call close uh broadly speaking in advancement you probably aren't going to get the sale on the first call but you do need to be able to ask questions that are going to continue to advance uh the sale that would be considered a success and the research that uh, Huthwaite did showed that a lot more questions—that you know a lot more questions are asked in successful calls, those leading to orders or sales and advances, than in those calls which uh, resulted in continuations and no sales. And we, all, you know, we know those are the worst, and a no sale. It happens in the one call close because you just aren't going to close every one of them. But worse than that, to me, is the continuation. That's almost the same thing as a no-sale, right? If you have ended the the call and you do not have an agreement for an advance or a solid next step, instead you have a, you know, I want to think about a continuation, you know how difficult that is. So, you know, this is just going to be a quick review of these sales methodologies. I'd encourage you grab a copy of Spin Selling if you don't have it. Read through the first chapter, and, you know, that's going to give you the basis of the book, and, and it's going to give you a, a the, um, you'll be able to start thinking through the questions that you need to ask in each of these areas, um, each of the spin questions you need to ask. Um, you know, some of the examples in the book I think are a little bit dated, so you really have to think through. You, you'll get a sense of, of what they're, uh, you know, what the uh, what what the implication and need payoff questions are like, so you can craft your own. Uh, let's see here. Anything else in my notes that I'm looking at here? Well, uh, I'm not going to get too in in depth on it. I think if you get a copy of the book, you'll, you'll get a good sense. You'll understand. The, The main takeaway today is spin selling, having that, having a framework, having a set of good questions, uh, that, you can use as a guideline to move you through your sales process is going to be very helpful no matter which sales methodology you use. So spin selling uh, is, in my opinion, a foundational sales methodology that all sales leaders need to know. Thanks very much for tuning in tonight. Uh, Let's see, tomorrow... I will cover another sales methodology. I have it in my list here somewhere. Oh, the Sandler Selling System. That should be good. Um, Now, if this podcast... (coughs) Excuse me. Wasn't hosted on Anchor FM, and I had it on a real platform, I'd have a... a, um, a summary that you could download that would have, uh, you know, with more detail in each one of these sales methodologies. Maybe that's you know that's something that I'll, I'll do later on uh, once I figure out how to get this podcast up on a real platform. But in the meantime, grab a copy of Spin Selling and spend some time reading through the first chapter and thinking through what your questions need to be. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. If you'd like to join me in this journey as this uh, podcast evolves, and I'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Sales Leadership Radio. Thank you.